the list and he's gone missing. So one day we actually, he went missing and we couldn't find him and we were busy as anything. And we go and look out back and he was on the ground doing back stretches. Um, and we, we called him out on this many times and it was so frustrating that it got to the point that if you saw that you were rostered on with him, you, knew, you just knew that it was going to be a tough day. I'm sure we all have people in our lives who we really struggle to get along with and who just make life difficult, whether that's family members, work colleagues, or classmates. But keep in mind that this could also mean that you're someone else's struggle. It just makes things so much harder than it needs to be when there isn't any harmony, when there isn't a pleasing and consistent whole. Instead, it becomes a difficult and messy mission, as I found at work. This is really important when it comes to the church. One thing I like to do is put a verse in context. So Paul's letter to the Romans aimed to uplift and guide his fellow Christians. The letter functions as a straightforward explanation of the faith. It's essentially a letter teaching the church in Rome what it looks like to be a church. So to put Romans 12:16 in context, we'll just read the scripture around it. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, he will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So this section in the Bible is titled Love in Action. And really that is what I think this all boils down to. In order to live in harmony with one another, we need to practice love in action. Here at Vineyard, our slogan is loving God, loving people, loving life. But how difficult would it be to focus on these three things if we didn't even have love or harmony for one another within the church? As much as Paul's letter to the Romans is an encouraging one, showing us what it looks like to be a church in the post-Jesus age of Christianity, it also shows us what a dysfunctional church would look like. A dysfunctional church is the opposite to everything we've heard today. A dysfunctional church would be one without harmony, where different gifts aren't used together, where the body is at war with itself, where the pizza is just a pile of ham. It's particularly prevalent in today's highly politicised environment, as a society, we have become increasingly obsessed with right or wrong. Everything is black or white. There's no grey area. And you're either on my side or the other side. And it is so hard to live in harmony with one another if we have that worldview. Well, I started off today light-hearted with ratatouille and pizza analogies. I'm going to finish with a bit more of a challenge for you. At the end of the day, despite any perceived differences, everybody here in this building has something that pulls us all together. We're all part of the body of Christ. We have all been called to work together, to be a body with different members, and to use our gifts for the good of each other. 
We have been called to live in harmony with one another and to do this by practicing love in action. If we look at our own personal experiences of situations with no harmony and also ones where everything just clicks, we can see how much easier it is to operate from a space of harmony. Just imagine how impactful the global church could be if we could all learn to live in harmony with one another. That's a pretty big pipe dream, but it isn't an unrealistic dream for us here at Maharangi Vineyard to live in harmony with one another. So I'll just finish with that Psalms 133 verse 1, because I think that's really nice. How good and pleasant is it when God's people live together in harmony? Thank you. There we go. Now, can I get uh, my three volunteers up, please? We sort of thought um, we'd love to um, share a little bit about... Oh, you, you, you need mics, don't you? There we go. So, of course, when we think about um, living in harmony, there is obviously the musical side of it, which I did call dibs on. Thank you for respecting that. Um, and so, um, so we just wanted to, I, I asked um, Alistair and, oh, is he playing too? Uh, oh, let's just say otherwise we'll be on the wrong team. Yeah, there you go. These guys are going to share with us a few things that I wanted to pull out um, as far as harmony goes. But um, So this is kind of like a sermon in, in song form. And there's a few little things I want to pick out. So um, why don't you start each by, um, by doing your bit. Is it working? Is it working? Yeah. There you go. Okay. I have heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. And I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like. But I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. So, um, so a couple of things, couple of things I wanted to pull out is one: when we think about living in harmony, um, and when we embrace the idea of living in harmony, there's a couple of things. One is that we need to know our part. You know, each one of them sounded sounded great, didn't they, on their own? A bit like tomato, strawberries, and cheese. Um, and yet, did you notice the 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 increase or the room kind of leaning forward when they all sing together. 
So what we have in that is our invitation for us to live that way. That's how the world will see the church and know that there's something more than just a group of people who hang out in a room on a Sunday morning. Is when they hear with their eyes and with their ears and they experience what, what it is for a group of people to live in harmony. So, but what I want to also do is sort of pull out a couple of other things. So, what I like these guys is just to um, put these on. That one goes in behind. So, if you don't want to mess up your hair, you can do that. And that one goes in. So, you put those on. So if living in harmony requires us to know our part and to, and to realize that we are not all the same, this invitation of living in harmony is not an invitation to all be clones, as was said already, to all sing the same line or to sing the same way, that we have the individuality and that individuality is, is really important. So now you've all got, let's, let's do it again. Together. Ready? Together, all together. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. Yeah, no applause, eh? Well done. In living in harmony, we have to be able to hear one another. Listening to one another, being able to hear one another is so important. You know, it's the old adage, we've been given one mouth but two ears. We have got to be able to hear the heart of one another if we are going to outwork what it is to live in harmony. Oh, well, I thought maybe you had your headphones on. All right, um, one last one. Last one. Or, well, actually, we've got a couple of them. Why don't you go, um, Al, why don't you go and stand over in that corner? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yep, yep. Oh, then, yeah, you, yeah, maybe, Al, you stay here, and one of you go in the foyer, and maybe just over into the far corner. So if living in harmony requires us to, one, know our part and be okay with not all being the same but knowing we fit together, the two, we need to, that listening is so important. Um, all right, you ready? I've heard thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard You can come back. Yeah, not so good either. Um, you're just being gracious with your claps now. So if we've got to know our part, we've got to be able to listen to one another, be able to hear one another. The third thing I want to pull out in living in harmony with these guys' example is we have got to be present with one another. We've got to be close to one another. You know, if we, if we go through this life either... Either one, not being present you know, in the moment with, with ourselves and with one another, whether we're in the past worried about what has been um, or, we're, or we're in the future somewhere worrying about what will be. 
Um, we cannot live in harmony with one another. Living in harmony requires us to be in the moment, requires us to be close. In, in another way of putting it, it requires us to live authentically with one another, near one another. So let's have, let's have once more um, listening, close proximity, all knowing our part. Um, yeah. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. Well done. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Um, so really, this is what, why don't we actually stand? The... Um, the invitation we have, we kind of have a bit of a laugh, and it's a, it was, a, I, I think, a great way of just um, the, these three um, singers is a great way of, of really pinpointing the idea that so much can go wrong when we, when we sing or live, when we attempt to be in harmony with one another, and yet how sweet and beautiful it is when it all comes together. Um, like your response, I was, I was pretty confident that there, is, there are a few things that sound better than beautiful harmony. You know, like they really are. It is just something that is so engaging and so attractive to, to our ears. And, and so it is with us as a people. There are a few things that speak more of, of who Jesus is than when we as people can live in harmony. And yet we do so when we stand here knowing knowing and probably bearing the scars of what it is to not be in harmony with one another. So what I would love to do is just in the time that we have left, which is just a minute or two, is pray God's blessing over us. For us to come forward with our moments in time where, where we, one, haven't been listening to those around us. That whether we've been so convinced of our own part and, and sort of blasted out, I should, could have had, had one of you do that, sing re- a lot louder, try to drown out someone else, because your part was the part that was important. And so whether or not that's been your experience, well, either being the one who's sort of drowning out someone else, or being drowned out yourself. Or whether or not we're here this morning, and we know that we have walked away. You know, we've kind of, kind of positioned ourselves far away from someone else, just because it's really hard to live in harmony. And then in doing so, we find ourselves not being able to connect. So, Father, I thank you so much for your invitation, for, your, for the way that you've made for us to live in harmony with one another. I thank you that, that in this moment and in this time, you're inviting us all to know our part 
And so for those of us who are here this morning and we question whether our part is a part that's of value, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would remind us that we have a place. That being a follower of Jesus, being part of a church family, is not about all sounding exactly the same. All doing the exact same thing. But there's incredible beauty and incredible attractiveness to us being ourselves with one another. And where we have made the choice out of maybe pain or or feeling the, the hardship of trying to make it work with others, where we've gone and just gone off into our corners to try to just do our own thing, I pray that you would call us back. Call us back to one another. Call us back to living in harmony with one another. That none of us in the room would, would give up on listening and hearing one another. And that for all of us, we would experience the beauty of being in harmony with those around us. Amen. That's us this morning, so thank you very much. We would love to pray with you if you are, if you'd like someone to